on page Ayin Vav. We're going to learn a page or two, and then and then he sort of comes back. We'll be able to skip a page or two to go right because then he repeats it at the beginning of the next part. It will be every day, so we would be we'd have more time, but we have to move right there. Okay. Ayin Vav. Okay. Mayim Sechakim Evan. Nizboinin Pam on page Ayin Vav. Nizboinin Pam, they serve as Bemarshal. Venovin is a Devarim Lo'imkam. We were talking last time about how it would, be, it would be totally ridiculous for a father to start teaching his kid Zoya, right? The kid wants to know something about uh, Yiddishkeit, you start telling him Zoya. So it's a Shaykhist to the Zoya Kodesh. In the same way, when it comes to. to Bringing ourselves closer to Kaddish Baruch Hu, we have to begin. From, we have to begin from Aleph. So he says, "Nizbayin upon the seventh by Marshal on the Ayin Vav, the Novin is a Dvarim La'Imkam. La'adam Yesh Yelad Katan v'Hum Unyan La'Aschil La'Lamdai as Yisaidu Semuna." Father has uh, father has a little boy, and he is interested in beginning to teach the child the Yisaidu Semuna, the belief in Hashem's Baruch. So Kshayelad Niyeb and Shalosh. So when the child reaches his third birthday, the father calls him over and says, He says, I have something very important. I have a very important thing to tell you, the father tells his son. This is something what I'm going to tell you now. You have to remember the rest of your life. This is the big... This is a big powwow. He's three years old, and he's telling him what he needs to know the rest of his life. No, what, what, what is he? Gonna, what do you have to tell me? So he's a good father. He says the right thing. He says you should know that there's a creator of the world. And he created everything. So now we have a good father, an intelligent person. He's not saying over the Zoya, right? He's saying over in Mamaloshan that there's a creator of the world, and you should know that that um, he created everything. So he said it very passionate. I'm told you now, I'm not going to repeat that. But I'm telling you now that you should know for the rest of your life. There's a creator who created everything, and and you have to you have to know that. Remember, there's a creator. Don't forget that. A three-year-old boy doesn't have much of understanding. Obviously, the, the judgment of a little boy is, is not strong. After a day or two pass, certainly after a month, two months, if the father doesn't remind him again that there's a boy, it's almost certain that the child's going to forget. And even though he might remember the words, that's not how you teach Amunah. Vina Yavahavi is a Khamas. Page the father's very angry. Right, so now the kid's 18 years old, and he's up to mischief, right? The father's very angry. And the father says, I told you that there's a, that there's a Rabbani Shlom. He says, when did you tell me? He says, I told you on your third birthday that there's a Rabbani Shlom. 
and I told you, I'm not going to tell you again. I told you, and that's it. It's obvious that this is all heaven, Marishkei. Kevin Shalabain, Enes Akoyach, Vahichelis Lahaki, Bechumras, Azharis Av. A child doesn't understand. The father says there's the most important thing. And you have to know this. The kid doesn't know what that means. He tells him this is a very island. So, how does one actually teach Amunna? There are fathers of young children here, and future fathers of children, and grandparents. So, how do we teach the children and the grandchildren? How do you teach Amunna? I wrote to Lava, Bitsura Amitis. Aklal, what he's saying here is using this as a very important it's a very important maftah key in Avodah Hashem there's a klal that talks about all the same thing can talk about it that even though a person has problems loving himself because we know ourselves and we know a lot of our mistakes but your child you love mamish ain't safe how much you love your child you love the child and Rapsalik says that the panemius of, of the father is the child. So what does it mean? It means that there are many things in life that with ourselves we don't tell ourselves anymore because we figure there's no tachlis. Because by me it's already fafalm. But by my kid I want it to be good. My child I want it to be lachat chilu. As, as we grow up we begin to think that we are only bedeavits. And it was sort of like, right, there's already like plan B or like myself and all of us is already past the olive base plan X, Y, Z but my kid my kid is plan A my kid is L'Chadchila right? I want my kid to be L'Chadchila I, I, I had I remember we had this discussion my, my mother-in-law she should be well she always she tells my my kids don't don't go with one of these guys with the long term with the learning with the Kylo don't just to get someone that works or someone normally interested in you know, these, these are, and she's American, and she says, and she's a very honest person. My kids know how to listen to, and you know. So, um, so my daughter asked her, Bobby, what, what if, what if, uh, because she, then she starts saying, well, are they sitting there and hacking? What are they doing all day long? And they're sitting there. So, so my, my daughter no, no, knows what to say. She's smart. She says, but Bobby, what if, what if that would have been like with Moshe Feinstein's uh, in-laws would have Like, what if Moshe Feinstein's grandparents, or in-laws would have said such a thing? But Moshe Feinstein shouldn't have sat and, and learned. So she says, ah, oh, Moshe Feinstein, okay, I'm either Moshe Feinstein. She said that, that I, if someone like that, you leave him alone. Him, you don't, you don't bother him. Let him learn the guy like that. So then, so Chomi said. So how do you know that it's? Uh, how do you know it's going to be Rav Moshe? So, uh, so maybe anybody, maybe this child could be Rav Moshe. This one could be Rav Moshe. You know, Hashem could help. She says, No, 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 no. They knew when he was a little boy, he's going to be Rav Moshe. But none of these guys, uh, these bench warmers, you know, like she went, none of these guys are going to be Rav Moshe. Feinsteins. Don't waste your time with any of them. Just get a guy that works and don't waste your time. So that, that that's that's a cute thing you hear from the old school. But when you hear, but when you tell it to yourself, we all want our children to be and and therefore the mistakes that we made with ourselves we don't want to repeat with our children. We often do, but we don't want to. We want it to be lechatchila. So if you want to know for yourself how to make yourself into the best Jew you could be, just think of what you want for your child. Because that's really what you want for yourself. It's just you're, you've given up on that for yourself. But it's not true. Because uh, the panemius of the parent is the child. That, that's what the Koyim says. That's the panemius of the, of, the, of the parent. The panemius of 
that vein. In other words, what you really, really, really want, that's the child. In the child. That's what that's what you want for your child. But for yourself, you feel it's not shaykh anymore. You don't think about it even. It's ready. I lost that. I lost the innocence. I lost my learning. I lost everything. Now I'm ready. Uh, this next plan, emergency, and uh, to try just to, if I could not do a virus so bad, you know, yeah, right. So, the question: How how do you teach a woman to a child? So he says like this: I write salava betsura mitis. Let's go. How do you really? How do you how do you? What's an intelligent way? Not with a zoyer and not with a one-time birthday message at three years old. How do you really teach a woman to a child? When you walk in the street and it starts to rain, who brought this rain? Who's making? Who's bringing this rain? And who? I don't know who. who where, where, where does it come from? It's the Shalom who brings the rain. I just saw in a sefer before Pesach. You know there was a big, big, big tzaddik the Ostrovsir. In Poland, before the Muhammad the Ostrovsir, his father was a pushitiyid. His father was a baker, a simple baker. And before he became a baker, he used to deal with lumber. He used to go into the woods and uh, like a lumberjack, a pushitiyid. The Ostrovsir's father. So, so the Ostrovsir said once by a yard site. So it's like to say, I'm going to say something. So that the other rebbe's like they used to. There were there were other rebbe's that didn't that used to make a little bit like chayzik because they all came from big rebbe's and his father was a baker, but he knew how to learn better than all of them. But so they used to. So he said once the other tzaddikim. He said that he's going to say he wants to say a word like his father's yard side from his father. So they start other people that start to like it. <laughs> you know what? How you turn over the the challah? What do you mean? Must have heard. So he said, when when before my father became a baker, he was a, a lumberjack, and and we were we had to go to the forest, and he held my hand. We were going, and he held my hand, and and he said he said to me, do you think do you think that it's the forest that's te- that's telling us to come? Do you think that it's Panosa that's bringing us? That's causing us to walk these steps. So he said, "No." So what is it? That's what he says. No, it's the Rishon. Only the Rishon. This is a hechetim. So that why the Rishon wants us to go to this place. He says. So we think it's because of this, but it's only the Rishon. So Ostas just said that I was a little little boy, and he says, and it burned in my heart. Those words from my father. He says that I don't go to this day, even though he's the, the biggest genius. I don't go a day without thinking of what my father said. What was the vibe? It was the simple words of a simple God-fearing being. But, the, but that's what lives in the child's heart. We think that we have to have all kinds of complicated things. Not true. It's just absolute. That's what we're learning. So a lot of times you have these people. You know, they have these things you can help on the telephone to talk to people who are not from partners in terror. You know, they have these programs. You could, you could get a. You could. They could connect you with a a, a, a on the phone. How many times I had people that told me. I said, why don't you learn with this person to somebody in, you know, some Jew in Omaha? Why don't you learn with them? I can't. I don't know anything. What am I going to? What am I going to say? I don't. I said, that's that's is so wrong. That's not true. Because you think you have to say all oh, this fasemeses or maharals or something, but you have to explain the purpose of magic. Just learn with them something simple, 
simple, simple, and tell him good Jewish words. And that's what that's what he's going to be able to understand. And from that he'll be able to grow. That's how the Chavetz Chaim spoke. Because even though the Chavetz Chaim is the biggest genius, you ask anybody that heard the Chavetz Chaim, I was like to speak to people like that, the Chavetz Chaim used to say, push it to push it to things. That's how he spoke. Total pashtas. We, we don't know that. You see, the, the Kedush is Levi, so you see the Sefer so deep. But when he spoke to Jews, he spoke Pashtas. That's it. That's his spoke in Pashtas. Simple. So you ask the child, so, the, so you ask the child, who brought, the, who, who causes the rain? And, and the, kid says, the kid says, who? The Shalom is the one who brings the rain. And you do this all the time with the child. All the time. Little things. Who's going? Who helps you to put your shoes on? Who helps you in the morning? Who? who every little thing in the child's life, you bring the rebbeinu shalom. This is the main difference between our generation and the earlier generations. That the early generations they lived with the rebbeinu shalom every second they heard from their parents. Not 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 fancy lectures, new curriculums on the BJE and all different things. They heard. They heard the. the, the Every single second of the day, they heard l'shainus of Amuna, words of Amuna from, from simple people, not 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 philosophy. And by going by going over and over and over, and by the child hearing that, over and over. So kachu chayzu umashvish loy as hayisaid hazeh pam va'oid pam. You dig the roots of that yisaid one time, another time, mamish till it becomes part of the child. Till it becomes mamish a part, till it becomes mamish a part of the child. I remember I was thinking back something from when I was when I was a little boy that we were supposed to go. My father took some. We went someplace. We were supposed to go like fishing. So my father said we we're going to go fishing. So we went someplace. We used to go like once a year to this place a little bit on the way upstate. Uh, Newburgh and and I looked forward to this very much this trip and we, we went and when we got there when we got there there was a thing that clo- they, they, they closed the place over there there was I don't know something what they were doing they closed it up and I, I, I was very disappointed and then my father said to me my father so so I said so we'll, I guess we'll go home that we're going to do so my father said, "What do you mean?" If, if, he said, "If the Barishlam, if we came here to this place, so my father said that it must be that the Barishlam has a reason that we came here, and we have to we have to see what the reason is, to see what the reason is." So I didn't. I remember. I think what is that? What's the reason? The reason to go fishing. What's the what's the reason? And and we anyway, we, my father was tired, so we had a little like a, a snack we were eating by a bench. And and uh, and then out of nowhere there walks over there, uh, there walks a, a yid, a from guy that was on his way up, up to the mountains, and his car broke down. There were no cell phones or anything, and uh, and uh, my father he my father drove him to the nearest town to take care of it with the car and everything. And my father said to me, no. He said, you think we were coming fishing? He said we weren't coming fishing. So don't be disappointed. That's not why we will go a different time. We'll try. That's not why we came here. We came here because there was a yid that was that in, and not only that, he had to get someplace. It was dachuf. There was something with his mother that wasn't well or something. I don't remember the protem. That's my father. But but he was it was he was so nervous. There was nowhere. There was no place there. There was no phone. Nothing. 
he got stuck. He fell in love with him. He saw two years. It was it was early. It was, What's there? What are you doing here? No. <clears throat> and these are the diburim. Do you remember your whole life? You don't remember. You don't remember the machloikas between the Rambam and the Raifid. You don't remember Tesis and Rashi necessarily. Some people have very, very strong memories, but these these things that, that these things that, that were said in a simple, clear way, you remember your whole life. And we have to say these things to our children, to our grandchildren, because the Bereshit wants them to hear it from us, and not to rely upon this school or that school, and to have kindness with the yeshivas. They have to hear it from us. But the child sees that you get very angry, upset because something didn't go the way that you wanted. So the child's learning not to be a mama. Besides that he's learning to have a temper and how to yell at people and get angry. He's learning from his father and his mother not to be mommy, not to be a mama, not to be someone that believes in the Bible. And then later on you tell him when he's disappointed and you say, hey, I guess Hashem didn't want you to get the new bicycle. So I so, I guess Hashem didn't want you to have that new job. That you, but I heard you screaming and banging your head and you don't get mommy for three hours. I guess the Bible didn't want it. And the children, the children have to hear from us the Burma of Amuna and to see that we live this way, and over and over until it becomes absorbed and it becomes part of the child. It's not a, it's not a schmooze when the kids three years old don't forget there's a Bible. Well, go ahead for the rest of your life and don't forget. It has to be, and it has to be in a natural way. Not not kids naturally they don't want to be lectured to. We also don't like to be lectured. so. When, the, when, it, when he's walking with the child and it's raining and then the child anyway is, is interested you make it interesting why is it raining and, and who brings the rain these kind of lashinas it's not that the child feels like oh, I, I finished school now I have to have another session with my father that, 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 that. all these things that every, every father thinks he has to sit with Chavusa with his kid for three hours and, and you know I see now you know that, 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 that you know, I, also, I also did that you know, my kid came home, my son came home from school. My girls, I left them alone. Just these kind of things, nice little words. But my son, of course, I wanted him to go the next one, my Shazayistin. So, uh, you know, from the time that he started to learn, he, he was down in the basement with, with Daddy. And, you know, that was it. One Masechta after another Masechta. And I thought that that's, all that, that that's all that he needed to hear. I would never say that to any, anybody else's child. I would say, what are you doing? You're making him crazy. One Masechta after another Masechta. He's, he's, he's 10 years old, 11 years old. How much you want? But this is this is what we're going to learn. We're going to learn, and and lo zuhadech, lo zuhadech, zuhadech. This is the this is the way. Now, since as I said before, if you want to understand what's good for yourself, don't try to think of what's good for yourself, because we don't care for ourselves, and therefore we always come up with silly ideas about ourselves. But if you if you think what the, what's good for my child, and you say if it's good for my child, let me try it. That's how you work. And that works every time. It is good for my child. Don't think about yourself. What will work with my child? This is what works with a child. If, you, if you're depending upon your kid going to the best yeshiva and hearing some good shmuzin from his rabbi or from some mashgiach or shiva, and that's how he's going to become a, a great Jew. You should know that your child's going to grow up with very shaky emuna. If you're waiting for him to hear it someplace by in a yeshiva. If it didn't become part of him in those years when he was a little boy, a little girl. If he didn't breathe emuna in the air of the house. 
That's why Meish appears. Zechariah said, "That's why he said that, that it's a good name, Beis Yaakov, for the girls, the schools, Beis Yaakov. Why? Because he said that that the women are the ones that create in the house that they should be that." The muscle that he gave was there's a certain smell in the house that comes from the mother. There's a certain smell of the cooking. There's a smell that's in the house. He says the mother, the mother's tafkir, her job, is not that she has to explain this Rashi and explain that. Well, nowadays the women have to do that a lot because the husbands are gone so long that the women have to end up learning with them all the time. But but the woman, the woman, that's not her tafkir. Her tafkir is. To, to create a home that when a child walks into the home, they smell the Rabbi Shalom in the house. It smells from the Rabbi Shalom. And that's why, said, that's why it's base Yaakov, the house of Yaakov. Like when you put on a, 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 a humidifier or something, you, it creates a certain... It, the child breathes it. That's, that's what the mother is in the house, that the child should breathe Amunah. So a lot of that, of the Amunah comes at the mother, and the mother, because the child is more receptive to what the mother says. Not to the father, and when the mother sings songs of Amuna and says things, these diburim of Amuna, so then the child is very, very much affected by those diburim of Amuna, and that becomes that's what he says. If you don't, if the child doesn't breathe Amuna in the air of the house, the chaya is said to live Amuna. Even if he intellectually knows. The things, and he's heard lectures and lessons, and he's read books about it. Hem Yisharu It's going to stay far from him. And he's not going to live them. He'll talk about them and think about them, but he's not going to live them. Only if it's something which you breathe, which you breathe. And this is this is a very big nisayin for our generation to create that kind of a of an atmosphere in the house and, and in the yeshiva. That there should be, that it should be, uh, that the, in the air there should be a moon. But there's no way to explain that. You, you have to. A person, a person does or doesn't. It's not something that, you know. So you, if you if you learn about it, then you think that we're going to have, uh, then there's going to be a, you know, uh, a demonstration with charts and explanations for how to do this. A person has to create such a home. This is how we teach Amunah to children. And that's exactly how we have to also teach Amunah to ourselves. The same way. To the heart of each and every one of us. Together with learning Torah. On a high level, but pilpul ba'alachet to learn all the good things on a high level. Sarach lakachas es anakuda hapshuta sheyesh barei olam. You have to take this simple nakuda that we're learning that there's a barei olam, a creator of the world, v'lavad alah, and work with this simple nakuda as we were learning last time. When you're standing someplace, to ask these questions like from a little child, where does this come from? How does this? The same way that we, that we it's exactly what we need. That it should be completely unsophisticated, completely unsophisticated and simple. I, I saw there was a tzaddik, I remember with tzaddik, that when he would he would open up a sefer to learn, 
he would first say, Ah, Ziza tired of my sweet father Bashan. What do you want to tell me today? What do you have to tell me now? When he would open the cipher, what is it you have to tell me? I want to hear what are you what are you telling me now? And then he starts to learn. So that, what is that? That takes that takes three seconds. It's a whole different learning. Right? When the davening, the Bible wants to hear what we have to say. When we're learning, we want to hear what the Bible wants to say, right? It's the simplest thing. When you're learning, you want to hear what does the Bible have to what do you have to say to me today? Because there's Azraha practice why you open up that safer at that moment and that day because the Bible wants to tell you something that day. So you ask the Bible, help me to understand what you're telling me today. I know that you're telling me something today. And you, you're telling me through the things that I see, through the things that I hear. And what I'm learning, you're telling me things. Help me to understand. What are you telling me? To understand. This is how we learn with ourselves. The same way that every parent knows you can't start with a child to learning all kinds of deep things. You don't start with all kinds of things. How Hashem, you know, how, how does Hashem know what's going on and watches everything in the world to, to start explaining all these deep things? You have to begin to explain to the child with patience and slowly. The simple nakuda again and again and again. It's the same thing with our own hearts. If you want right away to run to all kinds of higher levels of understanding, to bigger, to bigger hasagas, if you want to run, listen to that mean. Listen to that sentence. What does it mean when you do that? It means that you're In effect, you're running away from your heart towards your brain. You're running away from your heart towards your brain. Because when you want to understand something, you want to understand without 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 first having a grasp, without working on this nakuda pshuta, you want to run to the next. You know, this is not interesting. I want to have new things, new ideas, new concepts. So that in effect, what's happening is you're running away from your heart to the brain, because the brain is bored with repetition. The heart is dafka excited with repetition. The heart is excited. With repetition, the brain is very bored. The brain can't stand repetition. That's why Chazar is not popular in the yeshivas, and that's why the generation is filled with amaratzim. Because when a person does not learn lishma, he just wants to hear new things, new ideas. So he can't stand to repeat. He can't stand to review. When a person learns the Shem Shemaim, he'll review the Gemara a hundred times. He'll review the Sefer a hundred times because the heart wants to feel that Gemara. The heart wants to feel that idea. The heart wants to feel the Rebbein Shalom. Therefore, the heart needs and wants to repeat. The Seichel doesn't want it. The Seichel wants to be impressed. To be impressed, that's one time. After that, the Seichel is not impressed anymore. After that, it's not nice. This is already old. This is, this, is, uh, this is boring. I don't want this anymore. So the Seichel, wants to, the Seichel wants to be entertained. The heart wants to absorb and to feel. That's why Chazar is not popular. To, to, to review something you're learning is not popular, and that's why as you spoke about many times. Every rebbe comes into yeshiva and he's got to he's got to be an entertainer. He's got to he's got to razzle and dazzle. He's got to say you know fancy things and do kinds of, all kinds of stuff and all kinds of lashainas and do th- you know what are we doing today and to, 
to come, uh, like my, my daughter said, there was this teacher that comes dressed up like when it's Pashas Nair, she comes dressed up like the different animals in the Teva. She comes in and she goes out. Okay. So she's, I, I admire that because she's devoted and she wants to do the right thing and I'm sure the kids are going to remember that. But but this is this is the time that we're living in. That the hearts are, are, are so empty that the brains have to be constantly entertained and, and they have to be new things. The brain only wants new things. A person, a person's in Yushalayim. After three days, is already. Where are we going next? What do you mean? David Melch was happy being in Yushalayim. It's not good for you. And, and when David Melch was there, it didn't have all the restaurants and hotels. You understand? But you're in Yushalayim already three days. It's nice. Well, okay. What am I going to do here? Unless someone tells you you can see this place, you go to that place. Because since our entire Yushalayim experience. Well, much of it is just seichel. It's cold and it was seichel. So the seichel wants always chedushin. And you, so you already saw the sun went down, it went up, it looks nice in Yerushalayim. You saw the Jerusalem stone, it looks nice. You saw the Christ. Okay, everyone. You have, you, have, you know, when you go to Rabbi Shimon Baichai, there are these old Sradisha ladies that, you know, you go 25 years and you come back 25 years later and she's still in the same place. We couldn't, we're not several 25 minutes in, 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 without going to see this and being shown that, and some explaining this, or seeing somebody like some funny guy, like, you know, that looks crazy, davening. We can't do that. And you can this old lady, she can stand by the same place for 25 years, 40 years, she sleeps a little bit, she eats a little bit, and she davens, she davens full of clays, or who knows what. The seichel is not seichel that. The seichel the only wants it should be something different and new. And that's one thing with by Rabbi Shimon, but when you have that, when people, when an entire marriage is based upon seichel, then I'm not even going to talk about that. That can be chasushon, or just physical in the end of the seichel. This also becomes very, very boring. The marriage after a short time, there's no, there's no heart. When there's life, then other abba. The more something, the more, the more it is. Then somebody, you could have, you could have someone. You sit with somebody, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, you sit with somebody starts telling you about his kids. Or it could even even worse if it's like about the grandchildren, right? So I was telling you about the grandchildren. And you can't believe it, you spoke to me he spoke to me three days ago about his children, about his grandchildren. Like, what does he think I want to hear this for? And a club. Nobody wants to hear that. I mean everybody's nice and they hear it once, but they don't want to hear about your kid. Stop yourself the next time you do that. No one wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. It's not a, it's not a suffix. It's a vada. No one wants to hear it. Except that I'm not talking about a grandmother or a sister. But I'm nobody, a friend. It's a cloud. So when you're about to say, Yo, oh, my, my, I saw my kid. You should know. No one wants to hear it. They're just being nice. But they don't want to hear it. They want to hear something different. Because why? Because you already told me that your uncle, your sorrow, that they did this, they did that. They did... No, they don't know it. They don't want to hear it. So you're an intelligent person. Why are you saying that? You remember? You don't remember when you were? You don't remember when someone comes to you and hacks you that you can't that, that you're going out of your cable because he said to you already five times that his that his kid burped or threw up or something. You don't remember that you couldn't take it. Everybody remembers it. And there you are doing the same thing, torturing other people. Though you're myself with your kid, the kid he's, and it's a nice person, but okay, he's got you. I really care. So how can you torturing that person? The terror says that you could, you are two totally different wavelengths. The spectator, the friend, the nice guy that's listening, is holding where in cycle. 
Seichel. I want to hear something new. The father or the mother is saying over the Maisa about this kid is holding where? In hearts. In life. The more I talk about my child, the Rav says, the Rav talks about us a lot too. The more I talk about my child, the more of a chiyas I have. So the so the the, the, the parents, the fathers sitting there telling you about, you know, my 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 Sarala went to the bathroom. Isn't it? It's so cute, so cute. And her little brother, the little brother followed and said, "What are you doing? He's telling us anything? What am I listening to this stuff? What are you talking like? I, I, what do I need to hear these things?" The parents, you get these parents, they're unstoppable. So usually those are the ones that are more high-sacred people. Or can be combination more high-sacred, little blessed. So you have to be about seichel. You're telling people all your inyanim and your family and your children. If it's a grandmother, you can tell more. Right? If it's a brother or sister, also. I, I get on the phone, my sister, she she tells me, she talks about the grand, about the grandson, about my grand. You talk about 55 Brother and sister, we could talk it's no problem. But you don't go to somebody else. But the heart, the heart, repeats and repeats and repeats. And and not only that, just after they finish with you, right? They say they finish with you, they go to the next room, and then you look and you see out the door, and they're doing the same thing with somebody else. And, you, and then you, you try to back out, you know, to make a clean breakaway. And they're doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing. <clears throat> I was at a vart. We had Baruch Hashem. We have one of my nieces. I think niece became a cow. So we were. So the last Sunday was the vart. Not it was, it was l'chaim. Then this Sunday is the vart. So at l'chaim, and my and my shvig is holding my niece. The grandmother's on the niece and saying to them to the to the boy's mother, on and on and on about 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 the kala. That, which is true, she's a good, good girl. But about the niece, on and on and on. And I'm getting a little uncomfortable because the boy's mother is standing there. And so I say, well, uh, I said the boy's name, let's say whatever his name is, his name is Svi. I said, he's a, he's a wonderful, wonderful, oh Hashem, we got a wonderful boy in our family. So my Shriga says, I don't know him. <laughs> I hope he's wonderful. <laughs> you have to know my, you know my Shriga, I don't know him. Let's, let's hope, in other words, let's hope that he's wonderful. But I could tell you, and then she goes again, with, with her granddaughter. Right? <laughs> same, same one, the same shvigah. Yeah, the, 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 this, this this is hechias, and that's beautiful. And whenever a mother or grandmother starts to apologize, and I shouldn't talk about my own child, I said, "That's exactly what the Rebbeinu Shalom wants you to do." But you'll forgive me; I can't take more than five minutes of it. <laughs> but uh, but your Indian is to talk about your grandchild. Your, that's a hundred percent your Indian, and you shouldn't ever apologize. Okay, but my union is I have to be someplace. I can't sit for, for till you finish with the mice. You know, I gotta go. I don't really say that, but you know, all of us are in these situations, so we have to be cycle these things. But nobody, nobody wants. Remember that if you're balsayich, a clown, don't bore people with these inyana, unless it's mishpach. Don't bore anybody. And even mishpach, if it's like a brother, their brother also doesn't care. Like if you have a brother, he doesn't care either. Maybe ten seconds. A sister, brothers don't care. A little bit. So, but, but you care. And when you care, you have it over and over and over. So that's that's the difference. When you go, when you try to move on right away, you want to move on to another Hasaga in the Bani Shalom, in Yiddishkeit, and you're impatient. 
It's because your seichel is not 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 satisfied. Because your seichel wants always something new. But the heart is fakir. And we never and if we never got that about the if the Vaishnav is never if the Vaishnav never made his place in our lives in such a way, the way that it is with our own children over and over and over. So then there's a distance from Hashem. Now whatever you understand is the seichel and then you're looking for new things. New and interesting ideas about God. Other things. But but you're not satisfied with the postures of being a Jew. It has to become more complicated. Because you're running all the time from your seichel to your heart. The Kanyesh Malkam Godal tells three lines up from the bottom, and he can make a big mistake. Because obviously the mind is far ahead of the heart. The mind runs ahead because the so, so the second you run away from what? From the simple in the Kuda to a more complicated in the Kuda. He's not talking about learning a black camera, obviously. He's talking about in the Muna. The second you run away, Lifneshu Avad Al the Kuda, next page. Harry Shaina, before you really, really work. <coughs> On the first Nakuda, in Pastus, in a simple way, Shavuos Afil Chadashim, for weeks or for months, in a simple way, like we do with the children growing up, the little ones, to talk to them. To think thousands of times about this. That there's a barrier which we have to do for ourselves. That means that you took a leap from the heart to the brain. And from now on, the Rabbi Shalom by you, once you jump away from the heart and you run into that place that's called the brain, you might be very smart and you could say all kinds of fancy things, but your entire Yiddishkeit is like a building that's dangling in midair. Your whole Yiddishkeit is like a building dangling in midair. It doesn't have a basis that's seeped deep and deep, deep into who you are. It's just dangling. So then when an insight comes, when you test it, something difficult, something more interesting, something where your heart feels comes along. And your heart is taken, that's it. Because the brain doesn't occupy your heart, it occupies the brain. The brain is always changing. The heart, that which occupies the heart, can't be taken from you. That you can't take away. That you can find an old Jew that's not even religious for who knows how many years, but there's certain things that they have in the heart. So it stays in the heart. That which is in the heart, but you acquire with your heart. That which you acquired with your heart, it's a kinyan nitzchi. It's a kinyan that's forever. You you have that. It's part of you. You don't forget it. Just like just like the conversations, you know, about the munu with the parent or the grandparent. But but the information that we have in seichel. It all depends how, how good your memory is, but it comes and it goes. As long as it was interesting to you and fascinating to you and it entertains you, you remember it. If it's no longer interesting or if it's no longer crucial to you knowing it, you don't have to know it. So then, uh, so then, uh, so then you forget it. Yeah. Um, so then, is it true or not true that uh, the neshama is in the heart or not at all? There's a machlokes in, in Chazal in the Medrash and Mishlei. What is the place of the body in which the neshama dwells? You have to understand. So there's machlokes. That's the machlokes. The machlokes is: is it in the mind or is it in the heart? That's the machlokes. But we have to understand. We're not talking about biology. We shouldn't make a mistake. We're not talking about biology, but we're talking about through which part of ourselves is it most manifest? Does it manifest itself? So that's what machlokes in the medrash mishlei. It's a, it's a beginning. It's the very, very beginning of how that works. 
<coughs> but wherever it is, because there's different, there's nefesh, there's ruach, and there's neshama, and and each part of our soul is expressed mostly through a different part of 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 the biology. But how that connection works between the body and the soul, that's a big subject, and that's way beyond what we're talking about. So we're just using these words, nefesh, ruach, nesham, but there's obviously a very, very big difference. Kedesh advarim yikaltu benefesh ha'odim, in order that this becomes absorbed in the soul of a person, it's not just not a seich or something. Shiyibahem chidish mehapam hazayis alapam akademis, not that it should be with Seichel. Seichel, as we said, always wants something new, something interesting, a Chiddush. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking that something should become Mamish, part of you, in the deepest part of you. Absorbed in the deepest part of who you are. Over and over. That's why... As much as we, as much as a, a, a person thinks I'm so different from my parents, I'm totally different from my parents. It's not true. All of us, all of us, in, in many, many, many ways, some that we like to think, and some that we perhaps we're afraid to think, but like our parents. It's a simple without without getting fancy. We're not even talking about levels of neshama. We're talking about, we're not talking about before you passed this. Not DNA. When you're in the house. That person who you're with is repeated a million times over. It plays himself through and plays himself through a million times as you're growing up. You understand what I mean? That's a, a tape recording that doesn't stop as you're growing up. Mom and dad, if everybody's healthy and well. It's over and over and over again. It's not like you go from one teacher to the next. When they get older, then the school, you remember, it used to be when you're little, so then you have one teacher the whole time. Kids can deal with that. Little ones can deal with that. One teacher, other rabbi, it's a very, very gewaldige thing that the little ones have a teacher all day long. Fahibu, uh, thing, whatever. They have a teacher, you know, the whole time. Then when they start to get older, and the seichel needs chedushim, then what do you do? Then all of a sudden they make, they departmentalize. And you have a teacher for merit, you have a teacher for this, then you have lahavdal, chumash, a teacher, navi, halach. Right? If the girls are gemara, they have a rabbi, but... But when it comes to teaching, they start to go to separate people because they need to have chidushim. So you need to have a new person. New, new. But there's one, there's the, those two people, a father and a mother, that you grow up with, they are no chidushim. It's every day. That's your mom and dad. That's them. So since it plays itself over millions of times growing up, even even after they left the world, it plays itself over. And becomes a part of you. It becomes absorbed in you, whether you realize it or you don't realize it. How many things there are that in which we resemble, uh, unless God forbid someone didn't grow up with the parents and they would have a But if, if if child grew up in the parents' house, even though he says, I never I never ever want to be like my father. Never. My whole tachlis in life is to be unlike my father. While he's saying that over here in Manhattan, his father's saying, My whole tachlis in life he's saying the same Lashain is to be unlike this. And everything that you, it's all, it's all things that have become part of you. Which is, which there are things that are, if there are things that are unhealthy, become very, very hard to disengage from oneself, to untangle. Because why? Because it was repeated a million times, and it's, and it wasn't, and it wasn't in any of It was in the, when you, you were a little boy, the heart became caught up in that repetition. It's very, very hard. To, to, to get untangled. It's very hard to get untangled. 
psychologists are making a lot of money from this Indian. Right? This is the Indian. It's very hard to get untangled. And a person, a person has to be able to be mature enough to be able to accept and to try to see the good in that, and to try to be mechazik the good. That's part of what, that's, that's much of what the therapy has to be. To be mechazik and to capitalize on what's good. And then those things that are not good, to be able to learn how to live with them. But if you're deluding yourself to say, I'm totally, totally not like, not like my parents. We always let my, my wife, we have this ongoing thing in the house. Around 25 years ago, there was a, an article in the New York Times Sunday Magazine about children of Holocaust survivors. And my sister called me up. She was already married a little a few years ago. She maybe just married. My sister called. I was married maybe a year or two. My sister called me up, and she said, "Hey, uh, much did you read the article in the in the, in the paper about children? Because that's us, right? Children. Did you read the article?" So I said, "No, I, you know, I read it." So, so I got the article and I read it, and then said, "Because she said I want to hear what you think." So I called her back and said, "What do you?" She said, "Well, what do you think?" I said, "I think it's an Irish guy." What does it have to do with? What does it have to do with us? And I said something like, maybe a little bit with you. What does it have to do with me? I said something like that to be nasty. What does it have to do with me? Like there were things there about that because of the parents of certain unhuggers, those parents who went through their studies that were made, there are many studies made, that there are certain things about the children. That they, and I thought this whole thing was like a lot of baloney, this pseudo-sociology, psychology, you know, a lot of baloney. And because there's a lot of baloney, of course, in that, in that whole world. But I remember, like, I was reading this thing, and I said, what is this? What's, what's this? And you might need to show me They're making a whole big thing that the children of the survivors have this in you, that in you, and I didn't know what they're talking about. You know? And over the years, over the years, and I have over that in my head, that article, it's 80% I fit into that. Not because I want to. My parents are the most wonderful, wonderful people in the world. And these are not bad things, they're just things. Things that that my, my wife is very different because she comes she doesn't come from that, and and my wife and the kids are always laughing about and and because we spoke with this many times and then the kids like nod and and my wife nods and said that's that's you know page whatever forty two of that article that, that's because my wife raised that's that's it because she she told me back then this is like in, in a very sweet way like you know you're all strange there are strange things about all of you. All of the like you know European children with the European parents, they're certainly young, they're different than the Americans. And I and I always say to them, well, you're strange. What do you say? You say you're strange. We're all normal. This because this my cousins are all like this, because <laughs> they're also from the same. Right? We're all like this. So they, I never saw such a big like an American. What's the matter? You don't. You, this doesn't worry you. This doesn't bother. You. This doesn't worry you. But like certain things, like you know. Like you know, stocking up on certain things. They're different than Yanim, you know. Different than Yanim. That my kids like they laugh about, you know, these things. They'll see like you know, if there's something that, that that's good, so then they'll, they'll they'll find in the garage. They bought like two cases of it, you know. And, well, yeah, these things that I saw, this is what I grew up with. That there was always a, there was always going to be a Mulham any minute, you know. And we're leaving, and we have to leave. Well, all of these things, there, there are a lot of them. It certainly is much, much, much softer in the next generation. It's not so strong, and but but the heart acquired things along the way without even noticing. I never even noticed. And my I can my children tell me that that the second that I'm on the phone with my mother or my father, they they it, can, it makes no difference what I'm talking about. 
They can hear from the next room, and even if they don't hear the words, they know that I'm the father, my mother, father. I said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Because I, there's a different niggin when I talk to them. I talk to them in, in their niggin." And, my, and I said to my wife, "Is that that's what My wife says, "What are you talking about? We all know they will start to listen." And the second you're on the phone with your parents, there's that. There's you know how, because by the Hungarians, there's a niggin. There's a, different, there's a different rhythm to the Hungarian way of talking. Even they're talking in English, but they talk with a certain rhythm. It's a, it's, it's different. And, and my wife said, the second you get on the phone with them, you start talking in that nigga. So I don't think of that. There's not, there's not like conscious transition from being like a, you know, an old American kid to, to, to being back at home, you know, 27 years ago with my parents and, and living in that way. But that's just the, that's the case of the Yankees. They're so strong. So could you imagine? Forget about all this stuff with the, the survivors and the Nagunan. If it would be emun, emun would be given. If emun is in the air, that stays with you your whole life. Mamush is in the kishkas, in the blood. Because your parents are repetitions a million times over, right into your heart. You're getting straight doses into the heart. You find your little baby. That's the Christ that we have as parents. That's the Christ. Because that's what the children are, are absorbing. And that's what he says over here. Hagdaris davar lelev. In order to cause something to penetrate into the heart of a person, it has to take place in the way the Chazal taught us. Now, this is the time of the year that we're living with Rabbi Akiva very strongly. The Gabi Rabbi Akiva, everybody knows what Chazal tells us. Shamayim Sahaku Esaevan, Aitipa, Aitipa, Rabbi Akiva saw the rock, right? The here he was already 40 years old and what am I going to do? How am I going to and he saw that the way that it works that what, what carved the hole through the rock wasn't uh, wasn't a uh, strong rain it wasn't a spritz of water one drop after the other another drop for many years until a hole was made in the stone Nobody could make a hole in a rock by turning on a hose. You can never. You could stand there. You could stand there for, for 15 minutes, talking about the strongest hose. It's not going to make a dent in the rock. But the drop after drop, tipa achatipa. Ella loichem esatipa habshuta. You see what, how he explains this chazal? A simple drop. It's not fancy, it's not complicated, it doesn't have a million other drops with it. It's not spritzing, it's not with this velocity, it's not on a digital timer or a clock garnish. A simple drop. The simple tipa. This simple this simple awareness that there's a barrier oilam. And again, nochamal, nochamal, another drop, another drop, another drop. And only in such a way can you penetrate and break through the heart of stone. That's the only way to break through the heart of stone. Until a person is zaycha, it's finally, finally, he's made a hole in the heart, and the heart is, and the heart is now is soft, and the heart is, and the heart is able to to feel and to receive. You have to take Yiddishkeit, take the version, and you have to live with that. 
Even if you start Adam Lashani and the Kudazu Chatsi Shana Vishana, you have to Chazar again, Nacham Alahir for year a year. While you're doing all your other learning, you can do everything else. That's not, that doesn't mean, so I shouldn't learn this first time, I shouldn't learn the Maral, I shouldn't learn the, of course not, you learn whatever you, of course you learn everything. But this Nakuda, not to let go of it, about that we're learning, the simple Nakuda of the Bari Island, and to work on that. One drop after another drop. Until you can acquire it, it's good. Now, what he says in the next little chalik here, which I'll just say outside because he's going to chaz it over, and we'll begin with that in the next parrot. Because he, he says it, he, he didn't have to say it's really over two pages of the next thing, is to take a test. If you want to test whether or not, at this point in the say, if you want to test whether or not it's just an interesting book or whether you're really working on things, which we know whether we are or not, a little bit. But whether you want to, a simple test is when, when you bring up the subject again, it should be every every half hour, a couple times, uh, many times a day, that there's a Bari Eilam. Well, who makes the rain? Or who, or who is it that, where does this tree come from, the seed? Where does the seed come from? If you find that, that, that you still, when you do that, you find that it's something that you'd rather not have to do, and you find that it's something which you naturally are resistant to, but you have to force yourself, so then he says to Simon that you haven't acquired it yet. When do you know that you acquired this Nakuda? That when you bring it up, that there's a Bari Eilam, your heart jumps with a good feeling. It's not something you dread or that you just a tear, a pain in the neck, or it's, I'm trying to do this so that maybe I'll be able to be a, you know, a better Jew. But you feel like naturally, you feel like naturally, like, you know when someone, when someone asks you, did you dive Marv yet? So how do you feel when you, like, when that first second when you realize you didn't? You dive Marv yet? So if, if the feeling is, if the feeling is, you know, I very, and, um, that means I got a daven. So then it means you haven't acquired Myra, right? If the feeling is, I didn't, but there's an excitement that I'm going to, that I'm going to have 10, 15 minutes with the Vayashlam in such a way, it means that you're a yid that's connected to Myra. That's how it is. And on that Nakuda, in the next parak, a parak test on page pay base, on that, that Nakuda, the first shlav of practically getting that to work, that's what we're going to begin after after admitting that we're not holding by that. I think, I'm for myself, we're not holding by that. So then we're going to get to work, shlav, shlav, one step at a time to, to be able to, to be able to come to that place.